0: Then you will truly be successful. And we know all things work together for the good. To work together. The good. To work together. Oh. And we know all things work together for the good. To work together. The good. To those who love God. These on your lips. To those who are called. Meditate on day and night. Nice. According to and His purpose. What you do. God. Jesus, on those who are called according to his to it's his purpose, mm-hmm. not mine.
1: It is day twenty-five, and the topic for today is with friends like these, and we're still in the book of Job. Job the second chapter, the 11th verse, Job the fourth chapter the first verse, Job the eighth chapter, the first verse, Job 11th chapter, and the first verse. You ready? Job two, eleven through 13. When Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him, they set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. Job, the fourth chapter And the first verse, then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, if someone ventures a word with you, will you be impatient? But who can keep from speaking? Job four, verse four. Your words have supported those who stumbled. You have strengthened faltering knees, but now trouble comes to you and you are discouraged. It strikes you and you are dismayed. Should not your piety be your confidence and your blameless ways, your hope? Consider now who being innocent has ever perished. Where were the upright ever destroyed? As I have observed, those who plow evil and those who sow trouble reap it. At the breath of God, they perish. At the blast of his anger, they are no more. Job, the eighth chapter The first verse, then Bildad the Shuhite replied, how long will you say such things? Your words are a blustering wind. Does God pervert justice? Does the Almighty pervert what is right? When your children sinned against him, he gave them over to the penalty of their sin. But if you will seek God earnestly and plead with the Almighty, if you are pure and upright, even now he will rouse himself on your behalf and restore you to your prosperous state. Job, the 11th chapter, the first verse. Then Zophar the Namathite replied, verse 14 If you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then free of fault, you will lift up your face. You will stand firm and without fear. And that ends our reading for this morning. Again, the topic for your consideration is. With friends like these. You know the slogan. You know the phrase. With friends like these, who needs enemies? But why am I inserting this inside of the conversation around purpose? Quite simply, because your friends forecast your future. I'll say it again your friends forecast your future. If you tell me who your true friends are, I will tell you what your future looks like. This is important because as you discern purpose, you've got to also gain a new perspective around friends. When Facebook started, I was in college, and the intention of Facebook in the beginning, in its inception, was to create a space for college students to build community and then something changed facebook realized that many people outside of even the college experience needed community so they opened the gates wide and allowed anyone and everyone to come in now several years later facebook is under investigation for amplifying videos, images, and ideas that create anorexia. It amplifies videos, ads, and commercials that create violence. Facebook is on trial because it started well but did not end well. And when I look at the book of Job, I see how crucial friends are when you are in the middle of a difficult assignment. Remember, purpose is the verb. Passion is the fuel. Calling is the echo. Destiny is the punctuation mark at the end of your life sentence. And an assignment is a temporary Rest stop. You see, Job was in the thick of an assignment. This loss would not last forever. This grief would not show up in this same way forever. And he needed some friends. But when I look at Job, I see that Job had to figure out grief, sadness, loss, and pain all alone. At first, his friends got it right. The Bible says in the beginning of Job, the second chapter, that his three friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar came to him. And for seven days, no one said a word. And for seven nights, no one had an opinion. Scripture says no one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. And the practical point that I want to give to each person who might find themselves in a predicament to serve someone like Job is that presence is enough. I have learned over time that the ministry of presence is also and sometimes more important than the ministry of exhortation. The ministry of presence is sometimes even more important than the ministry of preaching. The ministry of presence is in even in, in, more important sometimes than the ministry of prayer. Because many times when we find ourselves in the thick of grief, in the thick of guilt, in the thick of shame, and in the thick of pain, we know how we got there or we know that it is tough. So we don't need friends telling us what we already know. How I long for the days when friends just show up and bring your favorite flavor ice cream. How I long for days when friends just show up and bring your favorite dish or meal. How I long for friends to just show up and say nothing because your presence is saying enough. If Job's friends had stayed in this posture of silent support and empathic presence, we would not be confused around their following moments. But how you start isn't always how you end. Eliphaz then guilts Job. He lets the rhetoric of ritualistic theology interfere with his love for his friend? Do you realize that most of the friends you think you need to tell about themselves already know what you're going to tell them? So how can you show up for them looking like Jesus? Because the only time I see Jesus condemning anyone, it wasn't friends or fans, it was the religious legalists of the day. Even the woman who was caught in the very act of adultery, Jesus looks to this woman and says, where are your accusers? He looks to those who brought this woman to him. He paints with his finger some words on the ground that no theologian really knows for sure. And then he decides to respond He who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Moments later, people start sliding back because they realize in order for me to give you a life sentence, I must also be sinless. Isn't it ironic that the very people who judge you the hardest also share in your private struggles? That's why I am so grateful that God has given us a community in this 90 day challenge where we feel safe because we all know that we are a banana peel away from backsliding and one screenshot away from being exposed. But Job's friends didn't get the email. Like the woman caught in the act of adultery, they wanted to accuse him of evil, but this was no new thing. Do you recall in John 9, when the man who was born blind is sitting there and the disciples happen upon him and they look to Jesus and they say, master, who did sin? This man or his family that he was born blind. I want to remind you that these questions did not come from the religious right. This did not happen because of the conservative Christians of that day. This was not a question posed from Pharisees or Sadducees, those lovers of the law to the point that they overlooked the Lord. No, this came from the disciples Jesus chose, which tells me that a part of the culture of that day was criticism and condemnation, that the assumption worldwide was that you must have done something wrong to deserve this. And that was enculturated in their system of belief. That was how they saw the world day in and day out. Even if you were not a believer, even if you did not read the Torah, you assumed that bad things happen to bad people. But what happens when God purposes you to go through affliction to upgrade your anointing so that your testimony can be, God restored me too. I am convinced that we do not just go through for a season. I'm convinced we go through for a reason. But in the thick of my pain and my struggle, do not make me feel like a multiple choice test. In the thick of my pain and my struggle, do not do a data analysis on me. In the thick of my pain and my struggle, don't treat me like a litmus test, only coming to interview me to see what I say. No, be present with me. I want you to write these words down. Be present with me. Be Because I am not a human doing. I am a human being. And sometimes I just need you to be. I don't need you to preach. I don't need you to sing. I don't need you to share. I don't need you to talk. I just need you to be. In this life. Purpose is not just what you do on the platform. Purpose is who you people with. Who are the people pulling on your life so that they may be inspired to be? Be present with me. You'd be surprised by how many people live in a house with people are absent, even though they are present. Yes, you are in attendance, but you're not paying attention. Yes, we sat down to eat dinner together, but you were more involved with your phone than you were with my person. Not only must we be, but we must learn to be present. And to be present means to rid ourselves of distraction to lock eyes with those we love, to pause and to take seriously what they say, not to come back with an answer that we've already calculated, but to really be intentionally present by removing distractions, holding hands again, smiling and laughing, praying and loving, be present, not absent, be present, not argumentative. Be present. Here's a third word with. I didn't say be present by me. I didn't even say be present for me. I don't want my pain to feel like an obligation. I don't want you to feel like you're doing this to get brownie points. I certainly don't want you to give me publicly so that you can share it on Facebook or social media. I want you to be present with me. No, this loss is not your loss. No, you may never be able to understand this pain, but being with me is enough. Being with me without three points in a sermon is enough because when you have lived the life that most of us have lived, we know what the Bible says. Now we need the Bible to show up on two legs. Be present with me. Are you with me because you love me? Or are you with me because you want something from me that I will now give you in my vulnerability that I could not give you in my season of sobriety? Am I enough? As is. Do you love me for me or do you love me for the things that I do? This is an examination check because I don't want you to think that purpose is always about doing. Purpose is about being and your friends forecast your future. So today, I want you to really think critically around that word friend. Jesus says, greater love has no man than this than a man that would lay down his life for his friends. Investigate those around you who would lay down their lives. I don't mean die for you. I mean, when you need them for real, they will press pause to be present for you. And if you cannot come up with friends who do that now, be prepared because what I found out is that often When God upgrades your season, he also changes your friends. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this revelation. Help us, oh God, to see the relationships that we entertain and encounter also as pivotal purpose partners. Graduate us from preaching to presence, from performing to presence. Help us to be with each other. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Your purpose project today is to ask if I am Job, who are my three friends? Write them down and have a conversation with them. Let's get to work.
2: Tonight Skips the conversations And the oh I'm fine. No high, no stranger To surprise This paper town Has let me down too many times Why do I even try Give me a reason Why I thought that I could trust you Never mind Why are the switching Where do I draw the line? I guess I'm too naive to read the signs I'm just looking for some real friends All they ever do is let me down Every time I let somebody in Then I find out what they're all about I'm just looking for some real friends Wonder where they're all hiding out I'm just looking for some real friends Gotta get up out of this town I stay up talking to the moon Been feeling so alone in every crowded room Can't help but feel like something's wrong, yeah Cause the place I'm living in just doesn't feel like home I'm just looking for some real friends All they ever do is let me down Every time I let somebody in and Then I find out what they're all about I'm just looking for some real friends Wonder where they're all hiding out I'm just looking for some real friends Gotta get up out of this town Times that I don't understand. Tell me, what's the point of a mood like this when I'm alone again? Can I run away to somewhere beautiful when nobody knows my name? But I'm just looking for some real friends. All they ever do is give me done.